This one's for anyone who knows the path of entrepreneurship is right for them, and they want to use a proven business model to build a life that they love. And on this podcast, our guest makes $15,000 on his very first real estate wholesale deal by finding a rundown house and passing it off to somebody else who wanted to purchase it and making the difference without using any of his own money. And this is the podcast for 10X in your income and replacing your W-2 through the proven business model of wholesaling real estate. My name is David Leko. I created a process that's helped people close 10,000 deals in all 50 states called Deal Machine. My co-host is Ryan Haywood, who did a challenge to get his first deal in 2019. He made 8,500 bucks and he's on over 400 deals since then. So my, my real first deal that closed came from utilizing the Deal Machine app and driving for dollars. It was like right on the next street from my grandmother's house. Got it. So it was run down. Did you send mail or did you call them? How did you get in touch with the owner? I believe at this time I probably had probably close to 2,000 to 5,000 leads in, in the Deal Machine app that I had collected at the time. And I extracted that data and I uh, skip traced that entire list. The crazy thing, I, I gave that list to, to a, a person to make the calls and they said that they made the call and they said they did it one time. So I was like, yeah, we got to call again. So they were like, you want them to call them again? I was like, yeah, we have to call more than one time. And the person told me that they called, but they didn't because when I called, a dude picked up on the first on the first call and I was able to lock, lock the deal up like, quick and um I, I had some type of way of building rapport with the guy it was an instant connection with me and the seller did you have money to buy it yourself or wh how did, what do you mean you closed it so all of the motivation was there then he was behind on taxes probably about uh i believe it was like 40 40 something thousand behind on taxes so um he was in he was down 40 some thousand in taxes uh it was one of those properties he only wanted two thousand dollars so even though the property was worth a little more, he just wanted $2,000 to wash his hands uh, with it. So that's how that went. Got it. So he wanted $2,000. He waited. So this house was run down. It was behind on taxes. He just wanted to keep 2000 right? So then you you made 15000 So that mean you sold it to somebody for 17000 So I sold the property for about sixty. $60,000, 60-something 60 thousand, but it was behind like 40-something thousand on taxes behind, and it had already been through litigation like two or three times from what the title company had told me. And um, what what was the crazy thing is, is that when I first started real estate, I went and got the bandit signs, and then I actually got a sign with my LLC uh, name on it and got a logo made like a realtor sign. So I would put that on on in the yards, you know, I'll put the sign out there, have my number on there. So the moment I put the sign in the yard, which had my logo and everything on it, I left the I left the neighborhood, went to the store to go grocery shopping. A pastor called me, a reverend called me, and he was like, You just bought that house. Let me can I buy that house from you? So I was like, Yeah, you can buy it from me. He was like, How did you get it? Because he had been going, he had been going for that house for a while too and all his houses on that street is similar like to what you're doing David he had multiple houses on the street the crazy thing is I grew up on the street right before the street and I never paid attention to the houses that he owned were all gray with red or maroon trimming so 
he was like, yes, I, I own about four properties on that street and I would love to have this one, but I want to know how you got it. So you didn't even have to really go looking for a buyer. Know the buyer came contract. right to you. Right. The buyer stayed on the street. So not only did the buyer have four other properties on the street, he stayed on the street as well. So it was like I put this sign in the house and I left to go to the store. He must have came outside or rode down the street or something and saw it as soon as I left. Man, that was crazy. So yeah, I, the marketing did itself. Gotcha. Makes a ton of sense, man. That's awesome. And congratulations on getting that done. I mean, that was a long time ago. Of all the deals you've done now, think about what what was like the easiest one where it was just so painless, so simple. Is there one that sticks out? So I had a I had an escrow agent, an escrow agent that was giving me deals here and there, right? She gave me a deal that did not close. For whatever reason, it didn't close. She said, do you think you can you can move on it fast? They are already ready to go. I said, yeah, they may need to be flexible on the price. She said, okay, cool, go look at the house. I went and looked at the house. I took all the pictures of the house. And then I went to the title company to get the property under contract and looked at the property and everything. I, I had the EMD at the title company Friday and I signed the agreement with the uh, homeowner on Monday. You know, so that was like the most, that was the one, yo. And that, that spring was probably about twenty-five to 30000 and me and my escrow agent, we split that. Okay. So you're saying that this property was supposed to be bought by someone else, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, their loan didn't come through. It was another person that couldn't close, whether they was a real buyer or a wholesaler, they couldn't close. So I had been closing so many deals with this particular uh, escrow agent. Like she was sending me deals and stuff. And like, hey, can you close this? Hey, can you close this? A bunch of of free leads at title companies that if you've got the the means to close, you could just call a title company and be like, hey, do you have any properties that that you have that you're aware of that didn't close? Yeah, I, I got a list. Like the fact that they brought that to you is insane. Hey guys, if you know you want to quit your job in the next three months, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast because we've got some incredible frameworks with step-by-step -step instruction that you're not going to want to miss. Also, leave us a rating and review to let us know your favorite parts and why you want to get financial freedom. I'm curious, can you tell us what change in your life has wholesaling been able to make for you? So my my, my life before wholesaling is not, is not the average as far as uh like i don't know what it's like to work a nine to five i wasn't one of the ones that was escaping the what they call the the rat race and things like that um just growing up around an entrepreneur um my dad was an entrepreneur he had uh i just grew up watching him work in his own businesses he had a, a fleet of tow trucks when i was growing up and and just watching that and and seeing that that was the way to go I had my own journey with entrepreneurship and it was mostly it was mostly street like, you know, until I found real estate. So being being in the streets, just growing up a, a hustler and, and being out there in the streets, I think that was uh, something that needed to change. And once once I almost lost my life a few times, you know, it kind of clicked to me like, you know, it's either you're going to die out here or, you know, you're going to go to the prison for the rest of, of your life. And I didn't want any one of those scenarios, you know, so I decided to carve out a new path. The real estate allowed it, you know.
Yeah, I remember when I first told you that uh, my story, we was in Las Vegas after I broke down to you my story. You was like, man, I, I just want to give you a hug. Lupe, can I, can I give you a hug, man? So, uh, man, you, you, you're, you're a real brother, man. You know, um, it, it has always been amazing love and support from you from that from day one. You know, I don't know too many people that hear my story and be like, man, I just want to give you a hug. So you, you, the, fir you the first one. Uh, you wasn't the last one because I think Housebound Brian Mama hit me with that too. But man, to to get it from you know from from another male, you know, it, it shows that you know you know you wasn't all uh, all uh, scared to show your your love for me, you know. And I really do appreciate that. I've got the ultimate respect for anyone who wants to make a hard change in their life, and I have no idea how hard that is, but I'm sure there was a lot of pressure from everyone you knew that probably didn't want you to change. I saw a lot of people change up on me because I decided to to do something better, and I could not um, show I could not explain to them what 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 I was going through as a paradigm shift, and they didn't want to face that reality as well. Is either you make a, a a reality you either have a reality check, or you you start going through a paradigm shift. And to be honest with you, um, I, I isolated myself. Um, I stayed focused more on personal development you know, podcasts, books, and audios, lectures, and stuff like that. And um, I, I, I isolated myself. I, I really don't have those friends anymore. And it, it's, it's, it, it, it's like a breath of fresh air, you know, um, and, and it's hard to explain. That's amazing, man. I really appreciate you sharing that. Man, I appreciate Stuff it. that I've been stressed out in my life about seems like nothing compared to what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So I've got just a great respect from what you've gone through, man. Well, I've always felt incredibly lucky because I always knew I didn't grow up in any dangerous environments like that, but I grew up in an environment where my parents said, you've got to do the, you know, the standard thing, go get that secure job, go get your house and your car and have kids and then uh, be happy. And, you know, that's your life. And those are all good things, but I just felt like there was more and I knew I wanted to find out the path to get there. And I feel incredibly lucky that the tool I created for myself ended up being useful for other people that wanted to make a change in their life. Obviously, those are different types of changes, but everybody that I get to serve and interact with and work with is working to make a change, a huge, meaningful change in their life. It's not like they're just, it's not like my business is, is Walmart, right? Where it's everybody's just going to buy random stuff, but everybody who I get to work with is trying to make a change in their life. And that always inspires me to hear a story, especially your story. So thanks for sharing that. And I'm wondering, is there an Instagram where people could find you if they want to follow along? Yeah, um, everybody can reach out to me or follow me on uh, my journey. Uh, Global Loopy G. L-U-P-I, not Lupe. It's Loopy G. So a lot of people don't know what Loopy G stand for. is actually an acronym for Level Up Property Investors Group. I'm glad we got to be a small part of it, but it's because you put in the work. So I'm so grateful that we got to serve you and work with you still, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Deal Machine Real Estate Investing Podcast. Please leave us a review and follow along wherever you're listening to your podcast.